Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 108 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about quarterback Patrick Mahomes signing a record-breaking contract extension with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, it's the sports topic of the week, but I think the coverage of it has been kind of annoying, to say the least. Here's the details of the contract. Mahomes signs a 10-year, $477 million extension. And starting in 2022, he will receive upwards of $45 million a year. That is a colossal number. I understand that. What I don't understand is why the media acts the same way whenever there is a record-breaking contract. We ask the same old questions again and again, and we act like this is the first athlete to get a massive amount of money. I'm sorry, I hate the song and dance of it. I get that Patrick Mahomes gets this big contract, but... Why am I acting like I'm surprised? And why am I acting like it's a newfound phenomenon? I mean, this is an era where sports are making a lot of people a lot of money. And they come to the games to see Patrick Mahomes put up huge, gigantic numbers. This is a guy who put up 50 touchdowns two years ago. Why am I now surprised he's getting a record-breaking deal? Why does it create such interesting conversations? I think the people think they're interesting, and they're not. I don't think it's that fascinating of a topic. I'm talking about it because there's absolutely nothing else in the world right now to talk about when it comes to sports. They ask, should the Chiefs have given Mahomes this contract? If you were going to bet on any athlete the next 10 years being the most dominant athlete on the world, I believe you would bet on Patrick Mahomes being that athlete. It's that simple. It's not that complicated. We are only fascinated by the number that the Chiefs will be paying him. Yeah, I get it. I'm never going to make 477 million dollars. But guess what? Because it's an NFL contract, neither will Patrick Mahomes probably make that entire contract. We talk about these numbers like they're mythic, like we've never seen them before. It's the way sports are headed. We are obsessed by them. We will talk about anything this long unless it's sports. That's what the world is coming to. We obsess over LeBron James. That's why LeBron is a billionaire. Another thing that's really been annoying me this week is that when Pat Mahomes gets paid, we talk about how is this going to affect the other quarterbacks out there? How is this going to affect Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, or... Dak Prescott, who's in a contract situation himself, guess what the answer is? It doesn't affect them at all because they're nowhere near on that level of Pat Mahomes. He is a phenom. He is arguably the best player in the National Football League. I'm sorry, there is a big drop-off now when I talk about the next quarterback. That's how good Pat Mahomes has been statistically. You can't ignore that fact. Pat Mahomes is in a situation where he would probably want to be there long-term. Maybe Dak Prescott doesn't want to be a cowboy for 10 years, so it probably makes more sense for Dak to sign like a five-year deal, but what on earth would make Pat Mahomes want to leave the Kansas City Chiefs? The Kansas City Chiefs are a team who got rid of a quarterback who was coming off of a 35-touchdown season and brought in Patrick Mahomes, and right off the bat, he exploded. Difference between Mahomes and Deshaun Watson is Deshaun Watson has a reason to be mad at the Houston Texans. They have not done everything in their power to be a dumb 
dominant football team. They have not given him the resources. The Kansas City Chiefs have put everything on Pat Mahomes' lap. They've given him Tyreek Hill. They have Andy Reid, who's a really good NFL head coach. They have weapons around him. They have Sammy Watkins. They have one of the best tight ends in football, Travis Kelsey. Like There are a lot of reasons why Patrick Mahomes benefits from being a member of the Kansas City Chiefs that I can't quite calculate, but I know it's there. Like I think it's a football paradise for a quarterback like that. Now, do I believe Patrick Mahomes is a one-of-a-kind talent? Yes, but I do think it's also in his best interest to remain a member of the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's something that no one is talking about. I don't think Patrick Mahomes can go to any football team right now and make them great. I don't think he would go to the Jacksonville Jaguars and they would become Super Bowl contenders. I believe he is a great quarterback who is in the perfect situation. Whereas Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott might not be in that similar situation. They're not. Those teams have made massive mistakes building around those two quarterbacks. The Kansas City Chiefs, in my estimation, have made zero mistakes about building a team around Patrick Mahomes. And that's a factor here. It's not just the quarterback. I don't think the NFL is as simple as if I put Patrick Mahomes on the Jacksonville Jaguars, that that necessarily means they are Super Bowl contenders. Are they a lot better than they are right now? Yes, but they are not at that same level. Patrick Mahomes is in the perfect situation, and I think this week, that has been ignored by the media. How well this situation is for Patrick Mahomes. He's got a ton of weapons. He's got arguably the second best head coach in the National Football League. Why wouldn't he want to be a member of the Kansas City Chiefs? Obviously, he would, but Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson have reasons for not wanting to be with their teams long term. I mean, Dak Prescott is coming off of like a five-year run of Jason Garrett being his head coach, and now he has Mike McCarthy, who's won a Super Bowl, but has had his own issues as a head coach. Deshaun Watson is being coached and GM'd by a guy who we all think is kind of bad at his job as Bill O'Brien, especially as a GM. I think Bill O'Brien is a good head coach, but not a good GM. My real argument is that every single scenario is different, and I don't think Pat Mahomes signing a long-term deal affects those guys at all because they're not going to get anywhere near that kind of money because they're not as good as Pat Mahomes. It's that simple. He's one of a kind. And let me get this off my chest. When it comes to Lamar Jackson, he was great last season, but slow your roll. Like, don't put him in that same category. I mean, in the two playoff games that he's played, Lamar Jackson was pretty bad in both of them. Pat Mahomes just made comeback after comeback after comeback for his team to win the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson is not in the Pat Mahomes category. And the Baltimore Ravens should not be looking to give him a mega extension anytime soon until he proves he can win big time football games in the playoffs in particular. And another thing we do as a culture, whenever an athlete gets a 10-year deal, we go down the list of bad 10-year contracts. But when it comes to the NFL, I think we all know there's a very good likelihood that Pat Mahomes will either restructure this contract at some point or get a new contract or not play out this entire 10-year deal as a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. There is no such thing as a long-term commitment when it comes to the National Football League. It's just not 
there. It's not like baseball where this is a fully guaranteed deal. And there's not, if Pat Mahomes is not the same Pat Mahomes in five years, there's a chance he's not a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. This is not like Robinson Cano being a member of the Mariners when he shouldn't be a member of the Mariners because he's fully paid. It's not that same situation. Also, we talk about that number 477 million like it's an astronomical number and it is but the fully guaranteed amount on the Pat Mahomes contract is only 140 million while that is a gigantic number in comparison Kirk Cousins's deal was three years 90 million fully guaranteed so while Pat Mahomes looks like he's being paid like a baseball player he's still being paid like a football player there is not that many guarantees to this contract now I want to talk about the most annoying question of them all this past week does this now mean that the Chiefs are in dynasty mode this question is ridiculous and here's the new statement of this podcast I will no longer consider any team a dynasty until they win at least two titles I will not even talk about dynasties I'm not going to do that on this podcast it is ridiculous this team won one championship and now because they have Pat Mahomes signed for 10 years that does not mean they are going down Super Bowl highway where year after year they are going to win a championship that is ridiculous there are so many great quarterbacks who've won one Super Bowl Brett Favre Kurt Warner and at their time of their Super Bowl wins you probably would have thought that they were going to win more Super Bowls the NFL is not that time of sport that just because you have the best player in the league, it does not mean you are going to win more Super Bowls for that reason. It doesn't. It doesn't work out that way. Pat Mahomes does not equal five Super Bowls. It's more than just that. But what is fair to say and what nobody's saying is that signing Pat Mahomes at least gives you the chance to be in the mix. It gives you the chance to compete if he continues to play at this level, which I think he will do. You will be in the mix, but just having him, I'm sorry, I'm not going to talk dynamic until you win a second Super Bowl because then we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl if back then we were talking about it like Aaron Rodgers were go- was going to win more Super Bowls but just because the Packers had Aaron Rodgers did not mean and it did not guarantee them Super Bowl victories the NFL is not that kind of sport where having LeBron James in the NBA gets you to the NBA Finals just having Patrick Mahomes doesn't even get the Chiefs back to the Super Super Bowl. It doesn't work that way. Often dynasties are the ones that we don't even see coming, like the Patriots who out of nowhere find this guy in Tom Brady and he becomes the greatest quarterback in the history of football. They come out of nowhere. They're not expected. Dynasties are not the obvious thing. Like the Oklahoma City Thunder are a team that once had Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook on the roster. And when they went to the NBA Finals against the Heat, everyone would have said this is a team that is going to compete for NBA Finals for the next decade. And all of a sudden, in one moment, that team was broken up and that never happened. Dynasties are never that obvious. You can't look at the Chiefs, look at their situation and say, wow, this looks like a team that's going to win title after title after title after title. It's not that obvious. It's never right in your face. Some team is going to come out of nowhere and probably be that team. It's never the team that's expected. Now, could it happen? Yes, the Chiefs look like a team that should be able to compete for Super Bowls, but it's never that easy to just figure it out 
and to talk about it like that, I'm sorry, it's just ridiculous. The Indianapolis Colts had Peyton Manning for almost two decades, and they won one Super Bowl with him. And another team, the Giants, went on to win two Super Bowls with his brother, who we all think of as a lesser quarterback. Those are the teams that win. They come out of nowhere. It's never the expected. It's not as easy as, I have Peyton Manning, I'm going to win Super Bowls. I have Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to win Super Bowls. Now, dude, does having those quarterbacks help you to compete for Super Bowls? Obviously it does, but it doesn't guarantee you a Super Bowl victory. In the 90s, it was Troy Aikman winning Super Bowls, not Dan Marino. It's not always the obvious stats guy who wins the Super Bowls. Pat Mahomes has a Super Bowl. That's great on his resume. He's already ahead of Dan Marino in that point. But just because the Kansas City Chiefs have locked up Patrick Mahomes does not mean that they've secured themselves at least two more Super Bowls. It's not that easy, and we all know it's not that easy. And then there are those people that are going in the opposite direction, saying that because the Kansas City Chiefs are giving so much of their cap space to Patrick Mahomes that they won't be able to compete for titles anymore. Like, I'm somewhere in the middle of those two ideas. Like, I don't think this means dynasty for the Chiefs, but I also don't think it's a bad thing to lock up your superstar quarterback, who I believe can put up numbers the likes of which we've never seen. Like, it makes sense. Why would the Chiefs not want to lock up Patrick Mahomes if Patrick Mahomes wants to be a member of the Kansas City Chiefs? And why should a team be hurt by the fact that they have to pay him an enormous sum of money? Like, I'm sorry, I find that to be ridiculous. If the cap space really is too much for the Chiefs to compete having Patrick Mahomes, then I think that's an issue with the league. But I don't necessarily think that that's the point. Were the Indianapolis Colts not able to compete because so much of their cap space was given to Peyton Manning? Or was it because he didn't come up big in big games? I think that's what it comes down to. I think that special, enormous talent can help you win that first Super Bowl. But being a true winner will get you to win more Super Bowls. Like, I just think that that's the difference. That's the difference. I don't think it always comes down to money. We think that Tom Brady won a bunch of Super Bowls because he took a few pay cuts. The same with Tim Duncan. Like, I think that's a part of it. I think those teams were able to add more players to the rosters because those superstar players took pay cuts, but I also think it comes down to the fact like, do I believe Patrick Mahomes can win big football games? Yes, it's that simple. Like, I think he can have that kind of mentality. I don't think it's as simple as saying that just because no other quarterback has won a Super Bowl taking up more than 13% of the salary cap means that Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs will not win another Super Bowl. Like, I think that is another ridiculously stupid take. And that some of those quarterbacks taking up that much of the cap were not worthy of being paid like that. Like Joe Flacco, sorry, I like the guy. I thought he was a good quarterback. He didn't deserve to take up that much of the cap space for the Baltimore Ravens. That was not the right move, but they had to sign him because guess what? He won a Super Bowl. This is not that kind of signing. This is signing a guy who you believe is the best quarterback in football. It makes sense for them to do that. I think the real crux of it is that will it be that the Kansas City Chiefs put too much faith in Patrick Mahomes and believe that he can win with lesser talents where the Chiefs are like, oh, we can win with this guy. He's so good. We don't need to pay Tyreek Hill that amount of money. Well, guess what? They already signed Tyreek Hill to an extension. Andy Reid's not stupid. Like he's an offensive guy. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to continue to compete for Super Bowls no matter how much of the cap space Patrick Mahomes takes up. I think 
think the real interesting thing that nobody seems to want to talk about this week is how will he handle the scrutiny of the contract? Because we as a society obsess over the money made by baseball players, mostly A-Rod, Mike Trout, Giancarlo Stanton, Manny Machado, Bryce Harper, Garrett Cole, and now Patrick Mahomes. He's really the first football player that's making that kind of money, even though he might not even see that half a billion dollars. It's all that the average fan will think about when they see Patrick Mahomes play football. It puts a target on his back. I think it's like Steph Curry. At first, we treat him like he's a beloved player we've never seen before. And then with big contracts and championships, fans turned on him and root against them. The same thing will probably happen with Patrick Mahomes. Like he's a beloved figure, but some people will turn on him just because it's so fun to root against somebody who has everything going for him. He has the money, he has the Super Bowl, he has the stats, but things are going to change. He won't have as many fans on his side. There will be people that will love to root against him just for the sake of rooting against him because it's different. It's like at first Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick that all of us were like, ooh, this guy came out of nowhere. He was kind of more beloved at the beginning by most of the country. And then it became he was just loved by Patriots fans. The same thing might happen with Patrick Mahomes. He might be beloved by Kansas City Chiefs fans, but then the national media will probably give him more scrutiny, especially if he keeps on winning and keeps on getting paid like a massive superstar athlete. We love to tear down athletes as much as we love to build them up. If he has even one subpar season, we will say, wow, Patrick Mahomes really isn't worth that money. Or they'll say, wow, they were winning Super Bowls when they weren't paying him a massive amount, and now that they're giving him a massive contract, they're not winning at that same pace. Like, those are the things that now Patrick Mahomes has to deal with. All eyes are on you. Some are rooting for you to succeed, and others are rooting for you to fail. They're no longer all rooting for you. I think early on, we were all rooting for Patrick Mahomes because he's a showstopper. He's entertaining. But now that things are starting to happen to him, good things, people are going to turn on him. That's the interesting thing about being a superstar athlete. It's like LeBron when he was in Cleveland. We loved him. Then he went to Miami. We hated him. Now he's winning again. We love him. There will be turns where we love Patrick Mahomes. We hate Patrick Mahomes. We love him again. And not all athletes react in the same way. It will be interesting to see how Patrick Mahomes reacts to being scrutinized over his contract and his performance. He's no longer that guy who's just all of a sudden we're shocked by how good he is. We are expecting him to be brilliant week in and week out. He has a Super Bowl. He had a 50 touchdown season. He's won an MVP. We're not stopping there. We want more. And now that you have the money, we're expecting you to deliver year in and year out. That's the interesting thing about these big contracts. It's not about who's affected by this contract. It's not about dynasty talk. It's about how that guy, that athlete is going to react to being scrutinized about being the highest paid player in football. And so many people will love to say he's overrated. We all know those group of people. The one second there's a bad Patrick Mahomes moment, they're just itching to go, wow, that guy's so overrated. And I'm rooting for him. I hope that's not the fact. I hope he succeeds. But again, we've seen some guys not react well to it. And if he continues to put up big numbers, but they're not winning, he'll still be scrutinized. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, really, what this is, I'm rooting for him to win another Super Bowl and to compete for another Super Bowl title because if he doesn't win one, he will be scrutinized over the fact that he's getting so much money, yet the Chiefs are not winning more Super Bowls. Again, that's the fun of talking about these big contracts is how the individuals will react. I get it that it's fun and cool to talk about in the moment, but I'm 
annoyed by the fact about how we all act like it's historic and will never happen again. Someone in the not-so-distant future will make more money than Patrick Mahomes, and it will probably be a quarterback because in the NFL, that's who gets paid the most. Patrick Mahomes is a one-of-a-kind talent, and I think he's worth the investment. I'm sick and tired of how the media talks about big contracts and treats them all the same. It's boring. Athletes will continue to break the bank due to their growing popularity, and we need to stop being surprised about it. I get that that's become the fun of these sports is that we know how much these guys are getting paid, but again, I mean, it just kind of removes you from enjoying the fact that Patrick Mahomes is a one-of-a-kind athlete. It removes you from the fact that Steph Curry is a one-of-a-kind athlete. LeBron James is a one-of-a-kind athlete. It reduces them to numbers. There are some days, not all days, where I wish I didn't know how much an athlete's making. I just think that sometimes it would make it so much more enjoyable to watch the sports if I didn't know that Patrick Mahomes was the highest paid quarterback. If I only knew he was the best, sometimes I think it would make things a lot better and more entertaining. I think, again, the whole week has been about Patrick Mahomes. And again, people are searching for content, so I get it. I just think he's a guy, he's worth that investment. It doesn't mean he's going to win Super Bowls. It doesn't mean the Chiefs are a dynasty. It does mean that Patrick Mahomes is going to be a member of the Chiefs for years to come. And I, for one, think that that's a good thing. That's a good marriage between player and team. The Chiefs need Mahomes, and I think Mahomes benefits from being a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, so please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>